Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is October 22nd. Is that right? 2020? Yeah. Right, there's a football game on right now. We're not watching it because we're doing a podcast. It is an NFC game. We have a game coming on 4 o'clock Sunday, originally scheduled for 8. Ugh, this makes me yeah. so mad. <clears throat> yeah. It is annoying. It is annoying, but what can you do? What can you do? So we've got a good show for you today. We're going to talk about the All-22, the coach's film from the Green Bay Packers curb stomping, as Molly likes to call it. And uh, we got some information for the upcoming game, and we have injury reports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See who's hurt, who's not, who's on the COVID list, who isn't. Mm. It's a mess. We're going to get our list and check it twice, see who's going to play. Uh, and then there is, what else is there? News? I don't have a whole lot of news. So. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Not a whole lot going on. I it's know. weird. <laughs> Okay, let's see. The uh, we have to excuse our mess behind us again. We are still in remodeling mode for the studio, if you want to call it that. The uh, people listening to the podcast can't see it, so they're like, "What?" But uh, yeah, behind us is just a complete mess, and our lighting is no good. So we've got all kinds of excuses. <laughs> all right, the Packers game. What was it we said after the game? What was our conclusion? Curb stomping. It was a curb stomping. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Well, you know, it's funny. When you watch this All-22, it's always never as bad as it looked, never as good as it looked. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. So if you got negativity, just <laughs> keep it to yourself. <laughs> okay. Well, the show's over, folks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I was really expecting, especially in the second half, to re- see some really good butt kicking by the Bucks. And now, now, don't get me wrong, they didn't play bad at all, and they did kick butt. Just wasn't as much as I wanted to see, and you know, it's a little bit of wishful thinking. Is that defensively or offensively, or both? Both, both actually. Now we had said during the preview of the game that the best thing the Bucks could do is to run it and you know keep Aaron Rodgers off the field, and they did. They ran it a lot, very well, actually. Our run blocking has improved greatly, and I don't know if it's because of the opponents we played. You know, with Chicago and Packers, both of them, uh, you know, we came to the conclusion after watching them that they're kind of weak up the middle with the run. They're just not great run stuffers. Not horrible, but it is a weakness for them. And in both games, we've ran very well. Our run blocking is the key. A lot, a lot of people are giving Ronald Jones props, and he deservedly so. He's definitely improved his running. But it helps a lot when you don't get hit until you know, you're know you two yards past the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening with him. And we're getting huge holes, nice holes. Uh, there was one. I, I put out the things I found interesting video on YouTube. And Shady McCoy, he gets a block. And he's got a nice hole. He's got 78 Worfs blocking in front of him. And if he would, it was for a first down. It was third and two. He ended, he ended up getting a yard. 
if he would have followed his blocker, he would have got the first down, no questions. But he decided to run a different way where he saw what he thought was going to be a bigger opportunity and ended up getting tackled immediately. So if he would have followed his blocker, that made, we, the offensive line had been blocking real well uh, in the run game. They've been doing pretty good in the pass game too. Notice uh, Brady ain't getting sacked a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Most of that's due to him getting rid of the ball. But the running backs are not having to stay back there and block. It's incredible. I think I saw one in this game. Maybe, maybe, maybe two. But one definitely where the running back, but he missed the block. It was McCoy again. Totally missed the block, and Brady got clobbered. He got the ball off, but he got clobbered. Did he cuss out Shady? I don't know. I didn't see it. Hmm. You know, that's that's one thing about the All-22. They they cut it a certain t- amount of time after the whistle's blown. They don't give credit. They, you know, they're not going to sit there and follow players or anything like that. It's very methodical. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to see a lot of the after-action stuff. The... You know, we we bring this up all the time. Is it, did we win? Did they beat us? Did we beat ourselves? Or did the refs do it? All right? Mm-hmm. Okay, now in this game, we had Jerome Boger's crew. This is the same crew we had week one where I complained about how horrible they were. They didn't call any holding penalties. Yeah. And I counted how many? 24? 29? Yes, some something like that. It was an outrageous amount. Well, in this game, they were almost as bad. Uh, there was 16 uncalled penalties, 14 holds that they did not call. You know, and again, these are pretty blatant holds that I call. You know, when I write them down, I'm like, that's that's pretty blatant. I, I'm not being nitpicky with the penalties here. Uh, so you know, I give them. E grade. Now, people are going to say, well, we didn't get any penalties. Yeah, quite a few of these penalties were on us, the holds. But not that many. But most of them should have been on the uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, we had some hands in the face, a lot of holding. I mean, it was a lot of holding, and it was mainly them holding us. I just feel like the way that it's going the whole season that the the league was just like let's cut back on those. It definitely seems like it, because and the Buccaneers need to get that memo. We need to start holding some more <laughs> or getting prepared. Sue is a very hard guy to hold because he expects to get hold. So hold, knock your hands, and as soon as you hold Sue, he brings his hands down and just like clubs your arm. So he'll bust out of a hold quick. But a lot of these guys don't know how to like a Golston. Which I like to talk about talk about him a little bit. Yeah, he's underrated. You mm-hmm. know, you're not hearing anybody talk about it, but at every game I've watched this year, he's done very, very well. Uh, so we, he's we having a good year. He yeah. was one of our training camp warriors. Mm-hmm. Now he's got his weaknesses where he, he a lot of times he'll will get pushed around a bit. You know, he'll get knocked down or moved out of the way or whatever. But other than that, you know, he's he's a good guy. We're definitely missing Vita in the middle. Uh, you know, they had two big runs on us. Uh, they had a 25-yarder that was the longest run of the season. They ran right up the middle, right where Vita would have been at. And it was just really good blocking on their part. But I'm know, curious to see what that new guy from that we traded with the Jets to get. Hmm. McClendon? Tr- McClendon, I think. Yeah. Uh, gotten him to replace Vita. 
So but he ain't gonna be no veto. He, you know, he's an no. old vet. You know, he's he's But I'm just curious the difference it'll make, you mm. know. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Nacho, fifty six, he's you know, he's playing well, but he's just not Vita. You know, I mean he he gets tossed around a little bit and you There know, is no other Vita. No. No. There is no other Vita. And that's gonna hurt us. That's gonna hurt our run game defense. Uh but we got them in a situation where they had to kind of abandon the run. Yeah. And this is something I want to kind of bring up. I don't think that we affected Aaron Rodgers as much as I thought. I think it was the wind. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we were talking about that afterwards. We I, Did we rewatch the game? And... In the beginning of the game, the broadcaster said the wind was like 50 miles an hour and mm-hmm. you could see it, you know, the trees. And I didn't think anything of it the rest of the game. But and we, we had you and I had talked about like, wow, Ryan Suckup had a really good game mm-hmm. despite the wind. Uh, uh, no, but, the wind was really bad. Raymond James Stadius is notorious for having swirling wind. Yeah. You know, it, it'll be it's too different. It's designed. Yeah, it's like, the way it's designed. And, you know, Florida is just flat. Yeah. And they house. You know, breeze that starts in the Gulf ends up in the Atlantic Ocean. And just <laughs> there's nothing stopping it. Yeah. It just comes right across. But uh, <laughs> there was a kickoff. And I pointed this out in the things I found interesting. Uh, Green Bay, they kick it off. Now, the guy kicks it straight down the field. And it lands about 10 yards out of bounds. You can see it in the air. It's going and it just goes straight (laughs) to the right. Yeah, it was like, I was like, whoa, that was a, it was very windy. And Aaron Rodgers' passes were just not accurate like like we've seen. And I think the wind really had an effect on how these uh, uh, passes were handled. They had a couple of dropped passes. Uh, which we had talked about that before. You know, these guys just don't drop a whole lot of passes. Right. They dropped a lot of passes. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was off in his accuracy, which he's notorious, probably the most accurate passer in the league. Uh, we did beat him up now. We were getting pressure to him, especially in the second half, because, you know, we knew they were just going to be throwing it. So we were just unleashing the beast on them. But uh, I think the wind had a lot to do with it. And uh, it just seems like, they didn't bring their A game. Mm-hmm. I would say I would say they brought C plus. So B-. they lost that game, really. Well, no, I'm not going to take our win from. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that. But it, I don't know. it wasn't like they brought their A game. We brought our A game, and we just beat them down. Right. It just seems like they, you know, like I said, Aaron Rodgers wasn't throwing accurate. The receivers dropped a few balls. Oh my gosh. They had a couple times where they had guys wide open. We had busted coverage. Uh, it was uh, linebackers' fault. Uh, one was Levante David. The other one was uh, Devin White's fault. But both times, the guys got wide open for huge gains, and Rodgers overthrew them. That just doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. And it's just, you know, when you get those long balls, that wind catches them. And there was not a lot of long balls thrown in this game. And I think it was because of that. Because the wind, it was just incredibly bad out there. You got to see that kickoff because it's uh, it's the one where uh, our returner 
was complaining that it went out of bounds. Yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, it crossed the goal line barely or whatever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that guy kicked it straight. He kicked That's it straight crazy. down the field and it ended up going that far off course. The way, You see it, it's going in the wind. It just goes just like that. I was like, wow. Hooks, like yeah. in bowling sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was putting a hook on it. <laughs> Uh, so you know, again, it's a it was a great game. I loved it. I loved it. it was probably the, one of the best games I've seen us play in ten years. It meant something. It was against the best team in the league. Do you see we are ranked fourth in the power rankings? Oh, really? That's I had seen account. one where we were right below the Green Bay Packers. Nah, how can you do that? I know, such bullshit. Did you see uh, Pro Football Focus has your boy Jamel Dean graded like the best? You know, I love Pro Football Focus. I think they are (laughs) (laughs) the best. They really know what they're doing. Especially with the secondary, they're great at evaluating. (laughs) I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even rate Jamal Dean as the best on our defense, which is saying something. No, no, that was like the best in the league. Yeah, right. Best corner in the league. I I wouldn't even say he's the best on our defense right now. Uh, Man, that that interception was beautiful, though. Well, Todd Bowles was saying today that he doesn't think that the defense has clicked yet. He said it'll be probably another month before they really click. I'm like, dang, I know. (laughs) That's how I felt, too. They, I mean, they don't make mistakes back there. No. You do not see a lot of busted coverage. Usually, when you see busted coverage, it's uh, <laughs> the linebackers or uh, when one of the outside linebackers drops back into coverage and people get confused on that. You know, something like that. I mean, we've had maybe five busted plays on defense this year, and that's that's incredible. I mean, usually there's that many in a game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be scary. If, it is an extremely complicated defense. It's funny. I find it funny how you're starting to see a lot of the national media people and uh, even some of the local media pointing out that this is a, you know, look at this defense. And we got, we've yeah. got Winfield on playing nose tackle. I know. And <laughs> Sue, but, you know, and I'm, like, I'm like, I'm saying this is day one. Yeah. This is a crazy defense. You cannot look at this defense on any given play and even come close to guessing what they're going to do. You can't do it. I've tried, I've tried it this whole year. I'll sit there. I'm, I always do that when I watch game film. I'll pause it before the snap, and I say, okay, what's the offense doing? Well, you know, what do they got going on over here? What's the defense doing? What are they going to try to do? I'm always wrong with our defense. It's just you, you never know what they're going to be doing. They have no clue. You know what I just realized that I did uh, doing the preview for the Oakland Raiders? I didn't even think about our offense. I thought about what our <laughs> defense is going to do. But they're fun, man. I didn't, like. I have no game plan or any thoughts about the offense for this game. It's all about the defense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on now. We just got a pick six on Aaron Rodgers. He's only had, was it two? Two. Two coming mm-hmm. into in his whole career. He's only had two. In like a 15-year career. Yeah, we gave him two interceptions. We, we scored 28 points in the second quarter. That's the most we've ever scored in any quarter. Ever as Buccaneers. That's crazy. That is That's against crazy. the Packers. They ain't no slouches. They look like slouches, but they ain't no slouches. Yeah, we made them look like slouches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, our running game just, we did great on the running game. It was, 
<laughs> Did you see Devante Adams is all salty about Jamel Dean getting that pick six on him? <laughs> He why. said something. I think Jamel Dean was like, I knew it was coming. And Jamel Dean or um, Devontae Adams was like, yeah, that, I think he said that just to sound smart or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like you can tell he's so pissy about it. Uh, uh, That's yeah. Funny. That's funny. I, you know, these guys, they got it. They're such competitors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you get a crap on anything everybody else does. I know. <laughs> He's mad about it. I you know I probably carry that one his whole career. I admit it's one thing about the, the modern day NFL that I really don't like is how everybody's kind of polite and you know, they, they got their mm-hmm. their the politically correct speech and all that good stuff. You know, it's even the even the coaches, they won't disparage the other team they're getting ready to play. You know, it's like you listen to Arians talk about the Raiders and he's just like, oh, Weller is awesome and this and that. These guys are really good and all this. I'm like, man, I miss the days when press conferences were fun, man. You yeah. know, you get guys up there going, you know, screw that dude. I'm going to stick my <laughs> foot up his butt, you know. That's what press conferences were back then. Yeah. I'm telling you, anybody that wants to see how football used to be compared to now, watch North Dallas 40 and then go watch – well, just any game now, but you watch any given Sunday. And to me, those those are the two uh, football movies that really show that how football has changed so much. I mean, not that they're you know true to life, but it definitely shows the perception of how football is and was. Uh, so you know, we had a lot of good stuff that happened during this this game. The you know who I'd give the game ball to. Hold on, let me think about it. Well, not maybe not the game ball, but who played, made the most difference, had the most good plays. Ryan Jensen. Nope. Actually, he played not that great. Stop it. For for Rams. Uh, <laughs> well, he wasn't as as aggressive. Okay. You know, I think they told him that. Uh, Levante. No. Surprisingly, now, although he did play great. Offense or defense. Defense. You're gonna like this one. All right, Jordan Whitehead. Nope. Dang it. Okay, yeah, one more guess. Me. One more guess. Okay. I'm surprised you haven't gotten it. Sue. No, JPP. Oh, okay, my yeah. boy. He was all over the place. He he was the most disruptive one with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Well, I noticed him and Shaq kept putting their arms up to bat mm-hmm. the balls down. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out. That was a, yeah. It 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 was coached. It wasn't okay. just them. It was almost everybody. Was oh, wherever. really? That was their plan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody on the outside edges, when Aaron Rodgers threw that ball, they put their arms up. Interesting. And I think JPP got his hand on one of them. Was it the club or the... <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> actually, I don't think it was JPP. I think it was... Uh, might have been Barrett. Or one of the corners. I can't remember. He was, he was, staying, he was on the uh, left edge and... Kind of jumped up a little bit, but did they switch? Yeah, yeah. JPP okay. and Barrett were switching back and forth through this whole game. Oh, it's, very, gotcha. it's so strange how Bowles is using them. You know, doing that, mm-hmm. switching them around so much, and I don't know. I really, I really think Shaq Barrett is better on the right, and JPP is better on the left. It seems like when they do that, that's when they get. Uh, JPP got a strip sack on Rogers. Uh-huh. You know, when they switched. One yeah. Time. I mean, they just need to stay that away. 
Uh, so JPP had the best game. I was really surprised because you didn't hear his name. No, at all not at all. Yeah. Game. But yeah, he was, he, he was, he was really getting up in Rogers' face. He was the one that was back there the most. Yeah, Sue, surprisingly, you know, we said after the game, we were like, yeah, Sue should get the game ball. Yeah. He had those two plays, and that was about it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Devontae David did that play really good. He did very good. He had that one breakdown in coverage uh, that should have been probably a touchdown by Green Bay, but <laughs> Rodgers overthrew it. It was just so strange. Guy's wide open. It had to be the win yeah. because that's yeah. so out of character for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was a lot of passes where they were slightly behind the guy or a little bit out in front, just enough. You know, just Ray Rodgers never does that. Yeah, but did Tom Brady have the same issue? Uh, yeah, a little bit. He didn't throw that much. We, yeah. ran, we ran the ball. Well, we lot. got up so quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we didn't throw the ball deep hardly at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. when we did throw the ball, it was just to get enough. I wonder if it was the game plan because of the wind. Might have been. It was a smart game plan. That's, that's why Evans didn't really. I think he had what, one catch or something. Yeah. Uh, something. Yeah. yeah. Like two yards. <laughs> yeah, we really, we yards. didn't we didn't really pass the ball that much downfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tristan Wirfs is not just good, especially for a rookie, but he's tough. Uh, really? you know, we, yeah, we talked about last week, you know, he twisted his ankle. Yeah. And it looked horrible to me. I was like, whoa, there, you know, I couldn't have got up from that. And he weighs about 200 pounds more than I, I did. know. You know, I mean, he just, all of his weight went on his ankle sideways. And, you know, I was like, man, there's no way he's going to get up from that. And he did. <laughs> just kept playing. I mean, he was on the field on all fours, you know, and he mm. dropped immediately. Yeah. Well, this game, this is, well, there was a lot on this one. He gets bent over backwards. What? Yeah, a guy comes up and is is tackling the runner and gets slung off the runner and hits worse in the back of the legs. And, and Tristan Worth falls backwards over the guy and bends all the way. His leg is up underneath the guy. That oh same gosh. ankle, that same ankle that was hurt last week is up under the guy. Ooh. And you can see it. It's all bent up. And Tristan Worth is bent like a, like a bow oh underneath this guy. And apparently he was screaming or something because you can see all of our guys on the field turn over, turn around, look at him. Well, this I, I put this in the in the video. Uh, things I found interesting. Uh, this was a run by Ronald Jones, and I think we got like 17 yards or something. It's great blocking, and he's running. He's still going while Tristan Wirfs is back there screaming, and you see everybody turn to Wirfs, Donovan Smith. Yeah, he didn't have such a great game. I mean, he didn't have, he didn't get beat a lot, but it was just like, a lot of times I was like, what are you doing, Donovan? <laughs> this was one of those times he comes out, he block, he goes to block somebody on the second level, totally whiffs, misses him. <laughs> and then he's like kind of walking down the field and Worfs gets bent over backwards right next to him. And he turns around. And you know how dopey Donovan can uh-huh. be, you know, where he just uh-huh. kind of, you know, his arms to his side and everything. Yeah. And he's just standing there. There's a play going on. He just stands there. He's standing there looking at Wurfs. He's got his back to the runner. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, you know, the, for one, this guy could use some help blocking over here. Because mm-hmm. at that point, there was like three guys coming after Ronald Jones. But you could see everybody on our offense 
turn and look at Tristan Wirfs laying on the ground. He had to have screened out in pain. And then they all realized that the play was still going on. So oh, you no. see him start to run towards the play, except Donovan Smith. He's oh, just standing. It's just the weirdest thing. It's like, I mean, you know how he is. We've talked about yeah. this so many times where he's just kind of a loafer. And this was him right in the middle of this action going on, people flying all over the place. And he's just standing there looking at some dude on the ground <laughs> screaming in pain, I guess. Oh, my God. I was like, Donovan, what are you doing, man? But worse, got right back up, played. I, I was like, I couldn't even do that. You know, I'm not that flexible, but I know I got to be more flexible than him. And there's no way I could have got up after that. And he's a tough guy, man. So I'm glad we got him. Me too. I think he's a really good find. Mm-hmm. I'm skeptical. I'm always skeptical about the draft, like rookies. I'm always like, yeah, prove yeah. it. Yeah, you got that's right. That's how I am all the time. Yeah, you prove it. Get out on the field because you never know. You never know. Yeah, there's never, there's no way to know. When those bright lights get on you, man. Man, people do some crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, Shady McCoy has really not done anything with us this year, and I, I would say. He's been more of a hindrance. Really? Yeah, his his rushing has got to be in the negative. <laughs> damn near close to I hate how he holds the ball. It's like oh, a loaf of bread. Yeah. Reminds me of Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Michael Vick was like that. Yeah. And you know, I mean he's he's shifting everything, but you maybe gotta, not you the back get out that he used to be. First, yeah. You know. He he just doesn't seem like he's fitting in or something. Ronald Jones is playing great. But uh, like I said, a lot of it has to do with our run blocking. It's yeah. gotten extremely better. Well, I wonder if Shady's still kind of coming back from injury and trying to get his feet under him. Well, you know, he's just, he likes to juke around Finesse, too much. Yeah. He, you know, he's, he's got, he gets those happy feet in the backfield, you know, and it's just, it drives me crazy. Yeah. You know, like, pick a hole and go. But there's that. Uh, yeah, Ronald Jones is playing great. Vaughn is, you know, it seems to be a decent runner, but man, he can't catch the ball for shit. I, I swear <laughs> to God, he's got to have. Does he have worse hands than Rojo? Uh, at this point, he's got to statistically. <laughs> I don't think he, I don't even know if he's caught a ball. He's had like four thrown to him. He's got <sighs> one fumble, you know, interception fumble. What is it? Catch fumble. And he got hit. Oh, uh, that like, was bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, with Vea out, we've got a different lineup on our special teams, on our extra points. Really? Yes. And we've got, yeah, Vea played on special teams. He was a right guard, I think, a right tackle. However, special teams lined up. He's like, he was on the right side. And. Now we've got Josh Wells over there. Oh, God. Well, he's on the outside. Yeah, and he's worrying me, man, because <laughs> oh, no. every every extra point, uh, guys got close. Because he, he sticks his arm out, you know, which is what you're supposed to do. Guys running around, you just kind of slow him down a little bit. And it was just seemed like he was just going through the motions, and he wasn't stopping him at all. Maybe McClendon can take that spot. No, he's not. He's a, he's a vet. He ain't going to do that. It'd probably have a hissy fit. We can dream. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, they just shuffled around because of Vea 
they uh being gone they had put somebody else in there and then that took the guy from the outside so you know it's just all shuffled around but it's a it's a little concerning for me that josh wells he's got to get up on his stuff i've been saying it for what, two years now yeah he scares me <laughs> <laughs> other than that you know the game was pretty much what we saw uh we we were definitely the better team no question about that but they they didn't bring their A game, and it wasn't because we beat them up. I didn't feel. It seems like there was a some other factors going on there, uh, but we did take advantage of it and you know, just shoved it down their throat. So, you know, we walked out of there with a decisive. Hey, we got the victory. W. Yeah. That's all I care about. And it was decisive. Yeah, there was no doubt about that that we were the better team. Zero penalties. Of course, there should have been some, but yeah. There should have been a lot oh, more. Oh, I on forgot them. about that. We had no penalties, so you're saying we should have had some. Uh, mm-hmm. No, our our guys played much more disciplined football, especially the offensive line. You could tell those guys were, like I said earlier, Jensen. Uh, he didn't play with the fire he normally plays with, and you could tell he's got chewed out or something <laughs> because he like there wasn't like no hitting after the you know he wasn't pushing guys around. I think I saw one uh, kind of pushing guy around. Ah, uh, come on. Don't take that out of him. I know. I don't know. Maybe he was just trying to make a conscious decision to, like, make smarter decisions. Well, and especially if B.A. thinks, and B.A. named him specifically, like, I think guys like Jensen have a target on their back. Mm. So they may have said to him, Jensen, you just know, they're watching you. Yeah. yeah, don't give him a reason. Just play smarter. So... I would still like to see him. Yeah, I like seeing people. him out there tossing guys around, <laughs> getting too. up in people's faces. I, I love that crap. Me too. Yeah, that's what football is all about. Yeah. The Jimmy's and the Joes. That's right. All right. So that's about it for the uh, All-22, the coaches film. Uh, Nacho, you know, Nacho played Nacho. You know, he's got a lot of energy. He. He tries hard. He's he's got a motor on him. Is he smaller than Vita? Every, I mean, everybody's like everyone's smaller, smaller than, than Vita. Vita. I don't know why I asked that. Yeah, he's smaller. He's faster, not by a whole lot, or, or more, more wily, I guess. Uh, okay. Wiggly, but he's in. You know, he just doesn't have that strength, and nobody nobody has that strength. I mean, Sue has that old man strength where you know you can't move. <laughs> you can't move Sue <laughs> if he doesn't want you to move. <laughs> You know, he'll, he'll take he on not going to eat that pudding cup, and you can't make him. <laughs> he, uh, you know, he, you know, he could stand his ground. That's why one of the reasons why our so, run game is so good, or run defense, and that's how Vita was. You know, Vita didn't get pushed around. You know, Vita pushed everybody else around. Wherever Vita wanted to go, that's where Vita went, and that's how Sue is. Nacho's not that away. Golson's not that away. Um, Ledbetter's not that away. O'Connor's not that away. You know, it's very special to have, to be able to have guys who can stand their ground with double teams. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys will get double teamed and they'll be able to stand their ground. Uh, you know, one guy is definitely not going to move Vita or Sue. You know, the best they could do is hope to get in the way of them as they're getting trying to get somewhere. So it's a it's a real concern for me having Vita out. Uh, you know, you could see it a little bit in the the run game last week when we face a 
monstrous run team. It's going to worry me a little bit. But other than that, you know, our our team is just really good. And we didn't even use Mike Evans or Chris Godwin's that much. You know, this was, this was really about our defense and our run game. And they played excellent. I like it. Yeah. So it's nice to have those options. I know. You know, not to d- depend on the long yeah. ball all the dang time. Yeah. Chunking it. Chunking it. That being really the only option. <laughs> uh, you want to get through some news before we do the preview to the Raiders game? Do you have any news? I don't have any. Uh, yeah, I've got some news. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> this is really not news so much as it is the Green Bay Packers game. <clears throat> Tom Brady had a 104.9 rating. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers came in third in the ratings category. Blaine Gabbert had a 39.6 quarterback rating in that game. Aaron Rodgers ended up with a 35.4. No. Blaine Gabbert <laughs> beat Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I couldn't get enough of that. I laughed. There is some justice in the world. Yes. Blaine Gabbert finally on top. (laughs) (laughs) The second best quarterback on the field. (laughs) Was Blaine Gabbert. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I can talk about the game, you know, individual notes and stuff, but... uh, we just are running short on time a little bit. Plus, I want to get to watching this game. I know. All right, the Oakland Raiders. Okay, the Raiders. Did you have any news? No. None? No. Dang. Nothing's going on in Bucks world. Huh? Uh, okay, so, well, the big news really is the whole COVID thing with the Raiders. Man. And that's what's defined this week, basically. So on Monday, they had, uh, and all this is from Tom Pelissero on NFL.com. So the Raiders, they had a positive case Monday. And I can't tell if it was rookie cornerback Damon Arnett was the first one to go on the COVID reserve list. So he was the first one this week to test positive, and that was Monday. But then they were saying on Monday there was an additional positive test, and so Wednesday they announced that they were putting Trent Brown, the right tackle, on the reserve list. Oh, so he's... Yeah, He's out. so he did test positive. Yeah, he is the only one on the offensive line who has tested positive thus far. But they sent the whole offensive line home on Wednesday to isolate, and they're all on the COVID list uh, until they have to be on there like. It's like five days after contact, so they can all theoretically play so long as they test negative. They can play on Sunday. Uh, safety, Jonathan Abram, he also tested positive, so he's on the list. Or no, I'm sorry, he did not test positive. He 
they discovered through contact tracing that he may have been exposed. So he's isolating too. The NFL is reviewing their COVID procedures because they're saying that uh, Trent Brown had not consistently been wearing his mat or his tracking device. And then there was video of all the offensive linemen hanging out together without masks. So the NFL is like reviewing all this. And John Gruden had gotten fined a hundred thousand dollars for not wearing his mask. Which, you know, the offensive linemen hanging out without wearing, I just think that's so stupid because <laughs> I think it's they all play stupid. together. All the time without masks. <laughs> they beat the- like, what difference does yeah. it make? Yeah. It makes no difference. You know, and it is so stupid. And none of them get sick. It's all asymptomatic. It's not killing them. Yeah. That's for dang sure. That's crazy. So, I'm not really clear on where it came from. Like, it kind of seems like Damon Arnett, the corner was the first one so maybe he brought it in but i don't know they just came off their buy so it's like, it's really hard to say mm-hmm. where it even came from and it could be another false positive uh, the yeah. false positive rate in the this testing stuff is incredible they really need to look into that I know. The, it, it, it's like at around 50 percent well, you know, it happened a couple of weeks ago where the Colts facility, they had like four mm-hmm. players test positive. They shut the whole facility down mm-hmm. and then come to find out it was a false positive. All of them were false positives. Right. And it was the coach in college. Uh, who was it? Gosh, big coach. Yeah, can't remember. I think FSU coach. He, uh, he tested positive and then like immediately took test afterwards three other tests that all showed negative you know and he he tested positive and they were like oh my gosh you know we're gonna have to cancel the whole uh the whole school year basically right. and then you know he's like no i tested positive this is it, it i don't know it's just all it's insane the whole thing all of it's insane to me so we might not play sunday you know? no uh i guess that's a possibility they did flex our game or unflex it really, <laughs> got or like a, re- a reverse flex. Deflated, uh, yeah, deflated. It yeah, that's something like we talked about at the beginning of the year and how exciting it was that we're going to get all these uh, primetime games. Now they take them on from us. This is such bullshit. So this they just really screwed us over. They moved us. We were supposed to play Sunday at eight twenty. They moved us back to four oh five, and now the Seahawks in Arizona are going to be playing in our spot. Boo. Which this just pisses me off. I'm boycotting that Sunday night game. No, you're not. You know you're going to watch it. You don't know me. <laughs> so that's kind of the big storyline this week. Now. As far as the preview goes, so again, I only looked at the Raiders offense because I completely forgot that we have an offense. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, having a good defense like that is exciting, isn't it? Well, and it almost seems like our offense, like we kind of do the same thing every week. Like it doesn't really matter. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's not really fair to say because, you know, some weeks we've our passing game has been on point. Other weeks we've relied on the run game, tight ends, you know, so they do kind of rotate. But the the main thing I think 
So the Raiders, they are three and two currently. They've had a bye. And they're two and oh against NFC South opponents. They've beat Carolina and the Saints. The Saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also beat Kansas City. And they are 0-2 against the AFC East. They lost to the Bills and the Patriots. Now, they've all kind of been close games, like, score-wise. And Oakland can put up some points. Like, we watched the Kansas City game, which that was a great game. Uh, It was kind of back and forth. The Chiefs got up first and then it was just kind of a shootout and kind of a back and forth but Oakland just beat the crap out of uh Patrick Mahomes it felt like mm-hmm. like yeah. they were getting after him basically yeah. all game yeah and I don't know if Pat's uh offensive line is not that great or the Raiders defensive line again I'm like I don't even care about our offense right now <laughs> but one thing that stuck out to me, first of all, their run game, uh, all but one of their games, they've had a 100-yard rush game. So the only team to hold them to less than 100 yards rushing were the Buffalo Bills. And they got 86 yards, so closer to 100 yards than not. Uh, their passing game, you know, they kind of averaged between 250 and 300 Kansas City, they did a uh, car through for 347 yards. So that one was a shootout. And then Buffalo, of course, with not ha- being able to rush as much, they did make up for that in the passing. So they had 311 yards there. But what really stuck out to me was that Carr has a fumbling problem. He has five fumbles on the season. Wow. Five. He's had five games. He's lost four of them. Yeah. yeah. We're going to feast. Yeah. So I think that's going to kind of be an issue. And, you know, with these problems, it's kind of like they just, uh, sorry. They, these pro- they, they get worse. It's like, you know, it gets in your head and then mm-hmm. you keep doing it. So I'm curious to see the ball security. And I don't know what the issue is. Was it, you know, a fumbled handoff? Is it he's not meshing with his center? I don't really know what the issue is. The stats don't tell you that, for one. <laughs> is it when he gets hit? I don't know. But it's, it was just a stat that kind of uh, stuck out to me. Like, he had two fumbles in the New Orleans game. Uh, there were three fumbles in the New England game. Not all of them were uh, Derek Carr's, and then two fumbles in the Buffalo game, too. So it's, you know, they do have a ball security issue. Wow, and we're very good at getting the ball yeah, out we, of your hands. Yeah, we capitalize on Come that. on, Levante. I know, exactly. And JPB. Uh, I did want to point out that in the New Orleans game, New Orleans had 10 penalties for 129 yards. <laughs> like, it was outrageous. Against the Raiders? Uh, the Raiders, yeah. So, they are good at running. Uh, They can shoot it down the field, too. So, what did you think when you saw them? Yeah, that seems to be their thing. They've got Waller, the tight end. He is like their whole offense. 
as far as the passing game goes. And they got little, the guy Ruggs, too. He's all right. I, yeah. I dropped him. I had him in fantasy and then dropped him because he wasn't. But they, right. they rely on Waller. Yeah. Uh, almost exclusively. And I'm really curious with that because last year, you know, tight ends did phenomenal against us, but this year, uh, not so much. Yeah, right. And uh, Green Bay's tight end, what's his name, Tanyan? Yeah, he did, I think he had one, two catches. Mm-hmm. Didn't do a whole lot against us. Uh, but Waller is used differently with the Raiders than he is with most teams. Like, they'll use they'll use Waller with uh, end arounds. Uh, they use him in uh, the running game, you know. I mean, he'll run the ball. Uh, they they just use him a lot all over the field. And he runs deep routes. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he will run, you know, a 40-yard route just as quick mm-hmm. or just as, as often as he'll run a five-yard route. Uh, that, But that's like you said with the – with the Raiders, it seems like that's what they do. They they run the ball, they run the ball, they run the ball, they just then boom down the field. Mm-hmm. They so they again. do a lot of deep passes, and quite a few of them. The Waller, which you're like, why is there a tight end forty yards down the know, field catching the pass? But you know the guys, he's talented, he's huge too. Yeah. Uh, he's used, they, they use a a lot of a uh, tricky plays. Now this is John Gruden. We all any any Buck fan that's that's been around since what two thousand two or something. We know all about John Gruden inside and out. He loves his matchups. You know that's what he looks for. He looks for you know he'll he'll do fifteen adjustments at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> you know to get the matchups he wants. Who do you think he'll pick on on our defense? Ain't nobody to pick on. I know. Yeah. But who like if you're John Gruden? Oh, he would get, he would on? try to get Waller on White. You know, that's, okay. that's white. White's weakness is uh, pass coverage. Coverage, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't matter what he would think would be a matchup. Bowles is going to have it be com- a completely different defense by the time the ball snapped. Yeah, when the ball snapped. So, you know, this is going to be a. Both teams are very, very smart. I'll tell you that the Raiders are a smart team. Their defense is smart. They don't get fooled a lot. They don't get tricked off. Our team never gets tricked. We never get fooled. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's rare if we even fall for a play action, you know, or, you know, the, the trickiest play in the book you can run against us and our guys will be able to keep up with it. And that's the way the Raiders are. So this is going to be a very smart game. I think it's going to be a, a battle of the uh, coaches. Yeah, it's going to be a chess match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a good run game. and Their offensive line is good. It, it's going to suck if their offensive line is – you know, if it sucks, Trent Brown's going to be on injured reserve. You know, I, I like to play the good guys, but it's it's going to be even worse if any of their other offensive linemen have to sit out. Do you think it'll be a detriment them not practicing? Yeah, eh, I don't know. It might be better for them. Yeah, the they rest up. Well, they've already had a week of rest from the bye week. Ooh, they might get fat and lazy. I know. <laughs> you never know. Uh, their their kickoff team is very very good at tackling uh, yeah those guys it, it, they're scary good they they hit to try to knock the ball out you know it's like if you if you the best thing to do would be a fair catch against these guys because mm-hmm. uh, if, if you catch the ball and you try to run with it they are going to clobber you and they're going to try to get that ball out of your hands uh tackling on their defense is suspect uh this is something you know john gruden is an offensive guy and he 
who is their defensive coordinator? I have no it's idea. I was not, just thinking about uh, that. God, the old coach for the Jaguars, Jack Del Rio, right? Oh, no, he isn't. He with Washington. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Who is there? Anyhow, don't know who their defensive coordinator is, but you know, I'm not saying they're bad tacklers, tacklers, but the they're not the best. You know, and you know, Rojo might be able to squeeze through some of them. Chris Goblin, you know, you got to tackle him when he catches the ball. Uh, Gronk, you got to ca- tackle him. Mm-hmm. So, and that's one good thing. That's one thing I want to say about our team. It doesn't get near the credit they deserve. We tackle. Yeah. I mean, can you think of missed tackles on our team? No. Exactly. And when we were watching the Raiders, that was one thing I thought about as well. It's been so long since we've had. We've seen a team like that. I know, right? With the Buccaneers, it we sucks feel that when you have a team like that. that misses yeah, tackles. Yeah, I can't or, tackle. I know. Yeah, I would think that all all season long we've had maybe, I don't know, maybe ten missed tackles. That's incredible. That's incredible in six games. I mean, we're just a very physical team. We're a very disciplined team. Very, very yeah. smart and disciplined team and physical. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I do think it's going to be a chess match this game. I, th- I think we are the better team. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they're going to be able to get over top with us on those deep passes. If they can't, they have no hope of beating us. I, I think that we we can't underestimate them because they are a good team and they beat good teams. So right. Right. It, it's one of those. It's kind of like the Chicago Bears game. Like I don't want to get caught with our pants around our ankles again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, I'm not too concerned about their run game. It, it's a little tough, and without Vita in there, it's our run game is not going to be – our run defense isn't going to be on as point. Yeah, but uh, Golston is kind of our run stuffer Yeah. also. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, we're not going to get clobbered in the run game, no doubt. But uh, with their run blocking, it's going to be uh, – more of a challenge for us. I think this will probably be our most challenging running game. I Which think, is funny because I don't even know who their running backs are. Jacobs, yeah. I think. I, th- I think so they I'm have like, a committee. Yeah, Jacobs. Is yeah, a yeah, it's a committee, but uh, it's very effective, whatever it is. <laughs> but they just got a great offensive line. Those guys mm-hmm. know how to block. Very good run blockers. Uh, Gruden does like his offensive linemen. So... What do you think is going to happen? Ooh, the, I oh, think, uh, I did want to bring up Carl Nassib. Yeah. Broke his toe. Yeah, he's on the injury report, but he's practicing. Oh, so he might, he's out there Yeah, practicing? of course Tough he dude. is. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been limited all week, but he's practicing. So we're going to get to see Carl Nassib against so. uh, Donovan or Worfs. Yeah. I yeah. miss him so much. He was like one of the yeah. ones in the offseason I was so upset about. But I was glad to see him go get a spot somewhere else, but he's still a rotational guy what? at Oakland. I don't think he's starting. No. No. Well, when we watched him, I mean, he wasn't well, He might have broken his game. toe at that point. He's number 94. Yeah. Yeah, they got number 94 and number 98. Uh, I can't I remember. I so, all right, what do you think? This is a tough one, right? Uh, it is a really tough one. I'm going to pick the box. I'm going with the box. Forget it. Um, I do think it'll be a shootout. 
I'm gonna go with thirty one and twenty seven bucks. That's what you picked last week, except <laughs> you picked the Packers. <laughs> so leave me alone. That's what I want to pick. All right. I don't know. I'm gonna keep this us curb stomping people trend going. Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah, well, I know Gruden. Gruden's not a fighter. Once you once you get him on the ground, he, he's ready to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, so I'm going to say we come out and we just start beating the heck out of them. Uh, you know, I think our defense is going to, you know, put their their offensive line to the test. Gosh, I, I really wish Vita was still playing, but you know, I think Barrett is going to have a good breakout game now uh, uh, somebody asked somebody asked arians uh, one of the one of the media guys asked him in the press conference why barrett hasn't been getting the numbers that he's mm-hmm. ha- that he didn't get last year mm-hmm. and that's what it makes me want to pull my hair out i'm like watch the game film watch the game you'll know immediately because they're, they're dropping in back in coverage 20 yeah. percent of the time you know it's like is <laughs> this this is not brain science. It's not a mystery. Rocket surgery. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, even when he is in, you know, uh, able to rush the passer, they, uh, he, he usually they'll put somebody, you know, a tight end over there to help a little bit or mm-hmm. running back or whatever. But he gets close. You know, he's getting, he's getting putting pressure in there. And uh, I'm hoping he'll have a uh, breakout game, you know, a couple of sacks. And what was that noise? Uh, so somebody's getting into the snacks. I'm going to say that uh, we come out defense really puts a hurting on them real quick, and then our offense lights it up. So I'm go- I'm going to go with what do you say? Thirty what? Thirty one to twenty seven. I'm going to go with uh, forty two. Whoa. Twenty four. All right, we're gonna we're gonna put up some numbers up against these guys. I don't think their defense is gonna be able to hold up against us. Dang. Yep. All right, let's run through the injury report real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. Ours is pretty. Uh, it's not that bad, I guess. Uh, safety Andrew Adams has a hamstring injury. He was limited Wednesday. Did not practice Thursday. Tom Brady was on the injury report, but what? it wasn't. It wasn't injury related. Hey, has Calm Tristan down. Worst been on the injury report at all with no. his ankle? No. That's incredible. Wow. How about Winfield? Uh, um, he, Winfield looked like he hurt his hand. At yeah. One, his no, wrist. he's a shoulder. Shoulder? Okay. Uh, oh, to be 21, 22 again. <laughs> Not feel it. <laughs> be able to drop 300 pounds on your ankle <laughs> twice and walk away from it. Uh, okay. So Tom was on the injury report. He did not practice Wednesday. But was full practice Thursday, so probably a veteran's day off. Levante David has a knee injury. He's been limited all week. Carlton Davis, he practiced Wednesday, was not on the injury report, and then apparently got a knee injury Thursday, so he was limited. Who was that? Carlton Davis. Mike Evans has an ankle injury. He was limited all week. Leonard Fournette with his ankle is a full participant this week, so hopefully we'll get him back. 
William Goldston has a bicep injury. He was limited Wednesday, fully participated Thursday. Chris Godwin with his hamstring, he was limited all week. Gronk did not practice Wednesday with a shoulder injury and was limited Thursday. Scotty Miller with the hip and groin injury was limited all week. Jason Pierre-Paul, he was limited all week with a knee injury. And then Antoine Winfield Jr. with his shoulder injury was limited all week. On the Raiders side, okay, so Jonathan Abram, they have him listed, not injury-related. Of course, he went to the COVID list. Defensive tackle Malik Collins has a shoulder injury. He's been limited all week. Wide receiver Brian Edwards has a foot-slash-ankle injury. He did not practice. Wide receiver Rico Gafford has a hamstring. He was a full participant all week. Guard, okay, so the whole offensive line is on here. Um, Cornerback, LaMarcus Joyner has a hamstring. He was limited all week. Linebacker Nick Kwiatkowski has a pec injury. He was a full participant. Tackle Colton Mill, uh, offensive lineman again. Uh, Carl Nassib with the toe, limited all week. Cornerback Keyshawn Nixon has a groin injury. He did not practice all week. And then tackle Sam Young has a knee injury, was a full participant all week. So Oakland, aside from the offensive line, not that bad. Aside from their offensive line. We're not injured and are probably playing. So, Man, I hope to gosh that we play. You know, there is a possibility this game gets canceled. That's why they moved it up because they wanted to be able to uh, have, make sure there was a Sunday night game. And if we needed to cancel our game, then it wouldn't have hurt the networks as bad. Greg Allman said uh, it's probably not going to be postponed or anything because Oakland's already had a bye. Ah. So it's point. tricky, you know. Yeah, but. I mean, if their offensive do? line if you, can't play. Yeah, if you don't have an offensive line, what do yeah, you do? There's nothing you can do. I don't know. Put the defensive line out there. I know. Something. <laughs> <laughs> you did it to yourself. That's right. That's right. It's your Should've fault. Should have worn your mask. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, we're going to wrap this up and go watch this battle of the have-nots between the Giants and the Eagles. Ugh. Okay, so they are, um, the Giants are 1-5, and five and the Eagles are 1-4-1, and one, yeah. and Eagles are sec- second in that division. Yeah, that division is a cluster of uh, despondency. Mediocrity. Yeah. Horrible, horrible. I'm glad we're not in that division. No, I, I wish, wish we, we were in that division. I, know, I wish we were at least playing fair. that division. I know. I'd give us some free wins. <laughs> Who's playing that division in the AFC? I don't know. All right. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, Until next time. Go Bucks.